Welcome, guys. Merry Christmas. We got a three-game NFL slate to talk about here. The main slate, well, I guess there's technically two main slates, but the, most of the games being played on Christmas Eve tomorrow. But we do three games here on Sunday. Um, one game looks pretty appealing. We just look at the over-under. The other two, not as much. It'll be very interesting. A lot of strategy involved for building out GPP lineups. I think a majority of the field is going to load up on the first game. So, yeah, I think the, the other two games don't look as appealing, but, you know, guys are going to be lower owned in those games. Basically, everyone in the second two games outside of, like, the Tampa Bay guys, I think are going to be pretty low owned in tournaments. So, do my best to break it down for you guys. Uh, if you're new, my name is DK. Again, I cover content for M- NFL and NBA DFS. If you guys are playing the Christmas Day NBA slate, go ahead, check out my video there. Also, I have some videos breaking down some prize picks, props I like. Uh, I have a two-pick play for tomorrow's Saturday slate, Christmas Eve slate. But, um, yeah, the sponsor of today's video, guys, is Prize Picks. If you're not familiar with Prize Picks, player prop site, you build two, three, four, five, up to six player props, can win up to 25 extra money. You can mix and match sports. All the sports they have are listed up top. So if you guys want to give it a try, you can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100, meaning you deposit using my code $100. That's a free $100 to play with on the site. And if you're looking for more enough content, player pool, live streams, private live streams, every single main slate, uh, Discord access, um, you know, if-then statements, ton of content, uh, you can check on my Patreon linked down below. All right, but let's first take a look at these Vegas odds for these games. So Green Bay, Miami, as I mentioned, kind of hinted at it's a 50 over under. The Dolphins are three and a half point favorites. No real weather concerns there. Uh, but if you look at this game compared to the other two, you can see why it's, it's going to be a very popular game. Denver and the Rams is the middle game here. We got 36 and a half over under. The Broncos are two and a half point favorites. It is being played in the Dome, though, in L.A. And then Tampa Bay and Arizona, 40 and a half over, over under. Air, or uh, Tampa Bay, I should say, seven and a half point favorites. So we'll go team by team. And I'm about to talk about players I think are viable in both formats, and then, yeah, we'll get out of here. So, starting off with Green Bay, they get Aaron Rodgers at 9.5K. So, the positive here is it's a good matchup. Miami's defense has not been great. There's no real weather concerns, and it is the highest over under the slate. The negative, we really haven't seen the upside from Aaron Rodgers this year. Like, his highest game so far is 20 fancy points. But they're definitely more of a run-first team. Um, so, right now, I would say Rodgers is playable as a cheap quarterback not my favorite um but uh not a guy that i'm gonna go like jam into my lineups either running backs we know it's gonna be relatively even split here with aaron jones and aj Dillon. jones is the guy with the higher ceiling he's a bit more involved in the passing game where aj Dillon, a bit more of the early down you know bruiser back but i expect both running backs to get a decent a healthy amount of uh you know snaps will be a relatively even split like i said but i think the ceiling's higher on jones i think you know, it might be easier to get to AJ Dillon for the for the salary, but if you want that ceiling in tournaments, AJ Aaron Jones is your guy. Wide receiver, so four wide receivers will play here with Watson, Lazard, Dobbs, and Randall Cobb. So Lazard is a guy that played a majority of the snaps. He just didn't do much with those snaps. I think he's gonna be a pretty low on play. Watson also got a healthy amount of snaps. He's probably the guy at the highest ceiling. We just take a look at the last five games. Outside of the last game, 35, 21, 24, and 24. Uh, fantasy points i will say though he has gotten pretty lucky with the touchdown variant so when he didn't score a touchdown last slate he kind of came back down to earth romeo dobbs that kind of eased him back in but was still uh had a good game in the limited snaps but for five catches on five targets and randall cobb will st- still see uh, will still see some snaps but his snap rate went down with romeo dobbs back he'll be operating as the wide receiver four 
That tight end, I mean, they will play a lot of guys, but Robert Tunyon is their pass catcher. Um, the downside here is just not a lot of targets recently. Four, three, two, and two targets over the last four games. Mercedes Lewis will play some. DeGuaro will play some. Uh, but they're just more dart throws in tournaments. Moving on to Miami, I think uh, Tua Tagovailoa is going to be a pretty popular quarterback play just because he's easy to stack. And again, this is the highest total of the of the Sunday slate. So do you like the ceiling on Tua? He's been struggling a bit of late, 15, 16, 12, and 18. But we've seen earlier in the year, like Tua still can put up those big games. And he has some explosive wide receivers. So Tua, I think a good play in both formats. Running back, it's pretty important to keep an eye on Jeff Wilson. I think he's going to play. He's listed as questionable. He was able to practice in limited fashion this week. So that leads me to believe he will play. If he does, I think it's going to be a pretty even split with him and Mostair. If he misses, then I really like Raheem Mostair, who would be basically like a bell cow back at 17 carries and one catch on two targets. So we'll monitor that. But if they both play, I think both are playable, but it would be hard to, you know, for me to have a strong lean on which one I prefer, unless we get news that Wilson would be limited. Wide receivers, so pretty easy to talk about. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, these guys are going to play a majority of the game. Now, Tyreek Hill has had the much, much higher floor of late, the much, much higher ceiling as well. He's going to be an extremely popular play on the slate, but hard not to like him. Again, Waddle did have a big game last game, but he's shown the floor. Now, the the um, snaps are still there for him. He's still playing a majority of the snaps, so still like the ceiling on Waddle as well. And then Sherfield will be operating as the wide receiver three. He'll be playing in the slot. Um, you know, he is only 3.2K, so I think he stands out as a pretty good value in the slate. I expect him to play probably about half the game. You'll see Cedric Wilson play a little bit as well, but I'd rather get to Sherfield, who I think will play more. At tight end, Mike Jacecki, the pass-catching tight end, but, you know, his snaps have not been great recently. Um, you know, Durham Smythe's been out-snapping him at 2.5, but he's not running a ton of routes either, so... I guess if I had to play a Miami tight end, it would be Jusecki, but I don't feel great about either. As we went to Denver and the Rams. So Denver, we do have Russell Wilson uh, is back. He missed uh, last game. Um, you know, he's had a down year for sure, but he's cheap. He's cheap, and this game's being played in a dome. So like this game, I think a lot of people will avoid it. I have a, I kind of like it for tournaments. Um, you know, both these teams, you have some cheap options you can go to. So I, I do kind of like Russell Wilson for tournaments. At running back, Latavius Murray is expected to play. He had a huge game last week. I think that, that was probably a bit of an outlier. Expect Marlon Mack to mix in. Divino Zigbo probably get some uh, touches as well. So do expect three running backs to play, but I think Latavius would be the, the early down back, the guy that gets the most uh, snaps. So he's playable at only 5.6K. Wide receiver, so Corton Sutton's 4.9. Uh, he said he's expected to play, and assuming no limitations, like I like this price point a good amount in Sutton. Him and Judy are relatively cheap. They're the clear go-to guys on this team. So I actually do kind of like both the Rams pass catchers for, for uh, value. Um, Sutton, if he's not limited. And then wide receiver three most likely will be rookie Brandon Johnson. He's been operating as a wide receiver two over the last couple of weeks, but um, he'll shift down to the wide receiver three at the flat men price. And then a tight end, Dulcich, I do kind of like for value as well. He didn't do much last week. I'm not super worried about it, though. He has shown his upside. He has flashed his ceiling. He's a great pass catcher, and he's only 3.9K. So um, I think, personally, I have more interest in this game than most uh, just because I think the ownership is going to be low, and I still could see ceiling on some of these guys, and it's not like anyone's super pricey. And moving on to the Rams, Baker Mayfield 5-3. I think I would rather get to Russell Wilson if I'm going to play a quarterback in this game. Russell Wilson at least has a little bit of rushing upside. I think his, his floor plus ceiling is a bit higher right now than Baker Mayfield. Running back, so like three running backs played to the Akers, Curran Williams, and Malcolm Brown. 
Malcolm Brown was used a lot in third downs. Kurt Williams, I'm surprised how little he's been utilized down the stretch. Rookie running back, you would think with the Rams having nothing to play for, he would play more. Uh, but Cam Akers has been, you know, the, the early down back. He's getting most of the carries. I think he's playable in tournaments. If they get, like, goal line touches, he'll probably be the guy. Wide receiver, so I like these Rams cheap wide receivers uh, for salary relief. Uh, they're going to play. So we have no Ben Skronik, no Cooper Cup, no Allen Robinson. So Van Jefferson and Tutu Atwell will be the two main wide receivers. Van Jefferson, the guy with the higher ceiling. Tutu, uh, you know, play a decent amount in the slot. He'll get some carries as well. I think he has the higher floor, but... I like them both quite a bit for value. And then wide receiver three, I think it's going to be Brandon Powell. He played the most. Him and Austin Trammell kind of played the most. But I think Powell has the higher ceiling. I think Trammell will get some snaps. I think even preseason goat Lance McCutcheon could get some snaps. So, uh, But mainly, I think Jefferson and Tutu. But if you wanted to take a shot in a wide receiver three, you definitely could. They're all the flat men price. I think Powell gets the, the nod for wide receiver three. But you probably do get some Trammell and McCutcheon snaps as well. And then at tight end, I mean, Tyler Higby played almost 100% of the snaps last week. I think he's a relatively safe play at tight end. He's still running a lot of routes. Like I said, played almost all the snaps. So, um, yeah, I mean, everyone's cheap on the ramp. So, I, I don't mind that team. All right, Tampa Bay. So, Tom Brady, I think, will be a pretty popular quarterback play. It's a really good matchup here against Arizona. He just throws the ball a ton. 43, 54, 55, and 44 uh, attempts. I think he's a good play in both formats. Like I said, he'll be... One of the more popular, if not the most popular quarterback plays on the slate. So he looks good. Running back should be a relatively even split here with Fournette and Rashad White. I think Fournette gets more of the early down short yardage work where Rashad White, I think, is going to be a bit more involved in the passing game. But I think both running backs look like pretty good plays in a good matchup. Um, The issue is, like I said, it's going to be a relatively even split. A wide receiver, I think Chris Godwin stands out as one of the best plays on the slate. Just a super high floor, high ceiling. Plays like almost 100% of the snaps. Gets like averages like double digit targets. He looks great. A little bit more of the boomer bust play, I would say, is Mike Evans. Um, he's been down of late. I mean, 10, 5, 9, 8, 13 fancy points over the last five games. Maybe that keeps his ownership low, but we know Mike Evans still has that, that big play upside. You know, a guy that can break a slate. So I do like his ceiling in tournaments. And then Julio Jones news is pretty important. If he plays, I think him and... Uh, Russell Gage will split snaps. But if he misses, you saw Russell Gage operate as the clear wide receiver three. He had a massive week last week, eight catches on 12 targets. So Gage could be a solid value there if Russ, if Julio Jones does not play. And then tight end. I mean, you should see Kate Otten and Cam Brate kind of split the tight end duties. Um, Cam Brate had five targets last week. And uh, yeah, Brate still logged uh, 19 fewer snaps than Otten, um, even though uh, he had more targets. So uh, both tight ends are playable, both more tournament plays. And then finally, Arizona. So this is probably going to be the lowest owned team of the slate, but I get why. I mean, no Kyler Murray, now no Colt McCoy too. So Trace McSorley, a guy who played a lot in the preseason, um, is now going to be the starting quarterback. And he's a guy that has a little bit of rushing upside, just a dart throw in tournaments. He's really, really cheap. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard to feel confident in him, but literally no one's going to play him. No one. At running back, James Conner should play majority of the game here. He is involved in the passing game. I think he's a good play in both formats. Uh, you know, this offense not expected to score much, but Conner should be a guy that, you know, uh, gets a healthy amount of touches. Wide receiver, you have uh, Hopkins and Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown is questionable, but expected to play. I think both these guys are going to be pretty low owned. I think they're both decent tournament plays. I mean, Trace McSorley, if you think they can at least move the ball, then 
uh, you can target these these Cardinals wide receivers. If you think the Cardinals just will not be able to move the ball at all, then obviously just fade. But you're going to get low ownership on these main Cardinals. Wide receiver three will probably be a mix between Robbie Anderson and A.J. Green. I would rather go to like the cheap Rams wide receivers. And then a tight end, I mean, Trey McBride, not a bad value play. Uh, six and five targets over the last couple of weeks. He was a great pass catcher in college, starting to turn on a little bit of late. So I think he's a decent punt play, has been playing a majority of the game uh, since Zach Ertz has went down. And then defense. So like defense, we know is a super high variance uh, position, but I feel like a majority of the field is either going to play, you know, the Broncos or the Rams D because that's the lowest total um, or even the Bucks. I mean, any of these top defenses will be popular. If you wanted to go to contrarian defense, um, I mean, maybe the Dolphins, but uh, I think majority of the field will be looking to either the Rams, the Bucks, or the Broncos. So I know it's a shorter video, guys, but only three games. That's going to wrap it up. Uh, hope you guys have a great holiday. Hope you enjoy Christmas Day. Uh, hopefully, these, hopefully these games are decent and you guys can win some money. Uh, if you guys do enjoy this, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I'll see you all in the next video.